Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to day seven of the 75 days of podcasting. I am your host, Haley Kemp. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Welcome to the weekend. Don't let the weekend be your weekend. And today, what I want to talk about is don't wait for Monday. So as everybody knows, I am going through the 75 hard challenge. Today would have been 70 or day five, but your girl fucked up last night. Of course, on my diet, I get every other part of this challenge right almost perfectly. I mean, actually perfectly every single day. I drink way more than a gallon of water. I can um, do more than, you know, 10 pages of PD. I can do more than two workouts. I can do more than 45 minutes. I can do all of those things every single day. But the no cheating on my diet, huh, even as a health and fitness coach, I have never made myself be this disciplined where I don't even lick the spoon or take a little bite off of my husband's plate or just, you know, I always, almost every single day, actually not almost every single day, I have some type of treat, whether it's sweet or bread or whatever it might be. I allow myself to have something extra every single day. And that works for me until the day where I binge. You know, I'm not that person where it's, you know, you can have one cheat meal. I, the second, if I have donuts for breakfast, I can guarantee you my entire day is going to be shit. And that's horrible. That's a horrible mentality. And as an online health coach, that is something that I try to teach my clients to get away from because you're allowed to have one cheat meal, right? And that's not going to ruin your progress because you can add, you know, 500 calories to your day and be just fine. But if you add 500 calories in the morning and then you add 900 calories for lunch and then maybe you go out for dinner and you have something ridiculous for dinner, have drinks, have dessert, and all of a sudden when you're trying to stay under 2000 calories, all of a sudden you're reaching 3 to 4000 calories and you don't even realize it because I mean it just comes on so fast and it is so easy to just miss those little things. And so many times I have seen it as the health coach, people don't make progress because they don't realize those little habits of taking, you know, licking the spoon or taking small bites off of your kids' plates or finishing your kids' plate if they don't finish their dinner or, you know, doing little things like that where you don't really calculate those calories because technically they're not in your meal plan and you didn't eat a full meal. You just kind of snuck, you know, took a little bite here and there, but it still adds up. The little details matter. And so yesterday, you know, I made my husband's dinner and I made him little smokies with barbecue sauce. And then I was going to have my superfood shake because I had just the day got away from me and I needed to have it for dinner because I hadn't had it all day long. So my plan for dinner was my superfood shake and a salad. And so I was making his dinner and just out of habit of making his dinner, ate one of the weenies and barbecue sauce. And of course, barbecue sauce full of carbs and sugar and weenies that are just only fat pretty much. There's like no protein content. It is all calories of fat. 
So, of course, it did me no good. It was not in my meal plan. I had already reached all of my containers because the diet that I'm following is ultimate portion fix. And so I have to follow a container system where I fill up my containers. And once you're out of containers, that's it. So there's no macro counting, calorie counting or anything like that. I have so many containers. I fill them up and then I'm done. So I was already out of containers yesterday. So whenever... I had that one weenie and barbecue sauce. Not only was it barbecue sauce and a weenie that has no nutritional value, but I had no containers to fit it in. And so, of course, I mean, all or nothing, right? So I pretty much just kept snacking on the weenies, had my steak, had some of the salad, and started over today. So what I wanted to talk to you about today was recognizing the small details that add up. Because whether it's your, you know, you're doing something small that is pushing you forward or you're doing something small that is pushing you backward. I mean, something so small. Another example that I can give that is completely different is I have knee problems. And so with all the fitness that I do, Of course, I'm constantly trying to figure out how to make sure my knee doesn't hurt. And what I ended up, I was going to the chiropractor and all of the things. And she told me it wasn't my workouts that was hurting my knees. It was something small that I was doing every single day that I just didn't realize. Like sitting all day long or sitting weird or what I was doing was every single time I sat down and stood up, I was not using my left leg, like at all. I was sitting down and putting all the pressure on my right leg and standing up only using my right leg. And then I ended up catching myself. I wasn't even putting my left leg on the ground. Like when I would sit down and stand up, my left foot would literally be off of the ground. So of course, multiple times a day when I sit down in a chair, when I sit down on the toilet, whenever I put my socks and shoes on, like every single day, all day long, every single time I sat down, I was working my right leg only, which of course made my right leg stronger than my left leg. So in my workouts, I was pushing harder with my right leg than I would with my left leg. And so of course, in a workout, whenever I'm, you know, pushing more weight than just my body weight, Problems are going to show up because my right is pushing way harder than my left. And over time, that causes hip problems, spine problems, shoulder problems, ankle problems. I mean, your whole body is one big system. It all works together. And so whenever one small part is messed up, it messes up the entire system. Same with your success. If there are small things that you are doing every single day that is pushing you backwards, every single day, if that's what you're being consistent with, is being pushed backwards, being pushed away from your goals, that is exactly what you're going to get. No matter what it is that you're trying to do, consistency drives results. It's not perfectly showing up. It is taking messy action and staying consistent. And so whenever you're consistently going backwards, of course you look up and you feel like you're failing in your diet, in your schooling, in your career, in your business, in your relationship. If what you're putting in 
every single day is pushing you backwards, if you're thinking negative thoughts about yourself or your spouse or your job or your coworker or anything, those little bitty habits that you probably don't even recognize anymore are pushing you backwards one day at a time. And what I've learned is that you have to track your good days and your bad days. Track how many days you won the day and how many days you lost the day. And guess what? If you win four out of seven days, you won the entire week. Yes, you had three bad days, but you had four great days that you won the day. So four is more than three, so you won the whole week. And if you can win every single week, all of a sudden you won the entire month. Even though you had all of those bad days, you actually get to look back and see all of the wins that you had. All of the days that you didn't let those bad habits push you backwards. And every single day, maybe not every single day, but a lot of the days, you need to be looking for new habits. Look for new ways to push you forward. What are the bad habits that you can drop and replace with good ones? Because staying consistent with those good habits are going to change your mentality. They're going to change your financial situation. They're going to change all of your relationships. They're going to change everything. I mean, your physical appearance, everything. The way that you show up in life will be completely different when you are consistently showing up for you and showing up correctly. And yes, there are going to be days that you just don't get it all done, that there just isn't enough time or not enough energy because so many days I wake up low energy and it's not depression or anxiety or anything like that really going on in my head. It's just my body is low energy. And I can tell you on those days, most of the time I wake up and I tell myself, this is going to be a hard day. I'm low energy. I'm tired. I don't really want to do anything. But the other day I had one of those days and I woke up and all of a sudden it was 10 o'clock and I was on schedule. I had gotten everything done that morning. I was low energy and I didn't want to do anything, but I was just going through my to-do list, getting it all done. And I looked up at lunch and I was like, wow, today has been such a great day. I even texted my coach because I was like, I literally told myself this morning that today was going to be a terrible day because I was so low energy and now it's noon and all of my stuff is done and I can just kind of jack off for the rest of the day because even through that low energy, I just kept pushing forward. I just kept telling myself, nope, we're doing it. Nope, we're doing it. And then by the end of the damn day, had that freaking weenie and barbecue sauce and ruined it all. But today when I woke up, on day one for the fourth time, y'all, I have failed this challenge three times because I have a consistent bad habit of picking off plates, licking the spoon, and trying to sneak food. I mean, take the plates out of it. One of the worst habits that I have made for myself with binge eating and overeating and all of the different disorders is sneaking food because I know how disappointed my husband would be if he knew of all of the different things that I ate because he knows that I'm doing this challenge. 
or that I'm trying to, you know, get my diet right or that I'm trying to be an online health coach. He knows that I have big goals. And so every single time that I sneak food, I don't want him to know about it because he's the one that's supporting me out here. He's the one that's telling me to chase my dreams and giving me the opportunity. Of course, I don't want him to know that I'm eating the brownies behind his back. And so that's why I started the challenge is because I know I have all of these daily consistent habits that don't serve me. All they do is push me backward. And yes, having that small treat every single day that keeps me pushing forward in my health is good when it's needed. But right now, 75 hard is needed. I need 75 days of breaking that habit of eating right, of making no excuses, of pushing through the hard, of recognizing when it is so hard that I want to cry because all I want to do is eat cinnamon sugar toast. Y'all, these are real feelings. These are real struggles. This is not somebody who has overcome an eating disorder and is telling you how I did it. This is somebody who is currently going through it. And if you're currently going through it and you're feeling the exact same way that I feel where sometimes it's almost like you black out and then 20 minutes later you come back and you're like, oh my God, I just had 400 calories and I didn't even realize that I was eating because your mind gets to going so fast and it's like you can't even stop yourself. It's like you're on auto. I mean, you're not even thinking. It's just going. Your body is just in motion and your brain just can't catch up yet. Except all of a sudden you have 400 calories down your throat and there's nothing you can do about it except start over on day one. And so that's what I'm going to do. This might take me 10 tries. I don't care. I plan on making 75 hard a yearly thing. I plan on doing this over and over and over again. I don't care how many times I fail. Even if I get through this entire program, I'm telling you right now, I'm going into this fourth time, (laughs) this fourth time doing 75 hard with a complete different mentality. And y'all, I just really, really have to say how much I appreciate every single person that listens to this podcast and all of the people that reach out and ask me how I'm doing and why I started and how I keep going and if I'm going to keep going and just reaching out and making sure that I'm okay and that I'm doing what I'm supposed to and making sure that I show up. I appreciate every single one of you. And my very first podcast, the three, two, one, just start now has 50 views. And y'all, I'm going to be honest. I never expected 50 people to listen to my podcast. Never. And I mean, it just is showing me that I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. And this podcast is probably the only thing that is going to get me through 75 hard because I am about to just start pouring all of my emotions into this podcast because y'all, it sucks not being able to control my eating. It sucks, especially as an online health coach, because I'm providing meal plans and new recipes and workouts and community and motivation and inspiration and all of the things to all of my customers and coaches that are underneath me, except I can't stop the snacking. And then I feel so bad about not stopping the snacking that I just say screw the entire day. 
And that's exactly what I'm trying to teach these people to not do. To be able to have one cheat meal and then still eat good at the next meal. Still get right back on track. If you have shit for breakfast, don't eat shit all day long. If you have shit for dinner, don't eat shit all before that. You know, I mean, like, for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of the holidays coming up, plan around it. I decided to do 75 hard through those holidays for a reason. For one, I want that challenge of being around the Thanksgiving food and all of the desserts and the Christmas candies and all of that. I want to be around that and force myself to not have any because never in my entire life have I done that or have been able to. Because I've told myself every single year, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to eat it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be good. I'm going to stick to my diet. I'm going to go work out after this. And then guess what? I don't. Because no one is there holding me accountable. There's nobody there standing over my shoulder saying, ah, you're not supposed to eat that. You're not supposed to do that. You know you're supposed to be staying on track. And by being able to say that you stayed on track, that's going to push you farther It's going to push your business farther. That has never mattered to me until now because I want to be that person that is able to inspire others to stay on track and to get over their eating disorders and recognize these small bad habits that are pushing you farther and farther back because I have never had somebody force me to point out that. I have never, I've always been the person that is able to point it out out of somebody else and say, hey, here's what you're doing that might be hindering where you want to go. But nobody in my life has ever told me that my bad habits are what are keeping me where I am and keeping me from reaching my goals. Nobody has ever called me on my own bullshit. And so since I'm so fucking good at it, that is exactly what I'm doing. And like I said with the podcast when I first started, that is exactly what this podcast is for, is basically just yelling at myself, kicking my own ass, and working through this eating disorder or whatever the hell you want to call it, and making sure that I get where I want to go. Because I have big goals for this life. I want to help so many women overcome exactly what I'm going through right now. And I want to be able to take these habits and teach them to my kids. My mom never taught me about eating healthy. My mom never taught me about portion control or what nutrients were or, you know, why bad foods are bad foods. I mean, and people just don't even realize how much your gut health controls your mental health. If you are somebody who struggles with anxiety and depression and you also eat shit and take in more caffeine than anybody else that you know, of course you're anxious and depressed. Your body is anxious and depressed because of the food that you're putting into it. Caffeine makes you anxious. Shit foods makes your body depressed. It could have nothing to do with your life. It could literally be that you are putting so much shit into your body that your body is just crapping out on you. And that's why you feel like shit. That's why you always have headaches. That's why you're always tired. That's why you're always irritable. And I'm telling you, the second you change the way that you work your body and the way that you fuel your body is the second that everything in your life changes. People don't go on health journeys for physical health. Some do, sure. But most people, by the end of their health journey, 
Yes, they are skinnier, but they all talk about the mental toughness that they were able to build throughout the process because eating right is hard. Meal prepping is hard. Not drinking alcohol is hard and not binge eating and eating snacks and skipping out on the birthday cake and not eating popcorn at the movie theaters and not buying Cokes when you go out to eat. It's hard and nobody wants to do it and nobody likes to talk about it. Everybody likes to talk about, you know, the workout that they did to build their booty or the workouts that they did to, you know, get rid of their bat wings. But no one likes to talk about the fact that working out helps get you there, but eating right is what will actually get you there. I'm sure you've heard it a thousand times before, but abs aren't built in the gym. Abs are built in the kitchen. And the 75 hard challenge really has nothing to do with the physical transformation that you're going to have. Because yes, of course, there's going to be a physical transformation when you actually follow a diet, drink a gallon of water a day and have two 45 minute workouts. But the mental change that you experience That is what I need. That is what I'm searching for. And this morning when I was doing my 45-minute walk run outside, I chose a time that the radar said it was going to be raining. Now, it wasn't raining, and I was a little upset about it, and I was a little glad about it because it was cold and windy. But this morning, I woke up with a completely different mentality. I woke up this morning and said, this is my fourth time to start 75 hard and my last time to start 75 hard for this round. Of course, I'm going to try to do it again. But I mean, I woke up this morning so determined. And so whenever I looked out the window and saw that it was cloudy, I looked up on the radar, saw that 8 a.m. it was supposed to rain. So I planned my entire day around around an 8 a.m. walk. And I was out there at 8 a.m. I was walking and I was sitting there like, man, it's not raining yet. It's not raining yet. And then it started sprinkling and then it went away. But I was out there searching for hard. I was searching for struggle because if I can't get through four days of not cheating on my diet and not licking the spoon and not trying to sneak something, you know, if I can't get through four days, I am damn sure getting through a rainy workout. That's where I start is pushing myself through a rainy workout. And then of course I'm not going to cheat my diet because I just ran 45 minutes in the rain and I'm not going to want to have to start over again. And I would rather day one be super hard so that the rest of the days don't seem so bad. Of course, if I start off with a rainy workout, the rest of the time it's not going to be so bad until it starts snowing and raining harder. And But I'm looking forward to those. It's going to suck so bad. But y'all, that's the point. The mental toughness. And it's two and a half months out of your entire life. Two and a half months out of your entire year. 2020 has been such a shit show. Why not end it with a bang? Like 2020 has been the hardest year, I think, on like basically everybody. Why not be intentional with the hard If it's going to be hard anyways, why not be intentional and get to your goals, whether it's physical, mental, financial, whatever it is, 75 hard is going to get us all there. 
So that was a huge ramble and bouncing off the wall all over the place. But again, I appreciate every single person that is supporting me and listening in and just keeping up with this crazy journey with me. If you are doing 75 hard also, please reach out to me. I would love to connect with you and do this together because I know how hard it is. And if you have gotten past day four, oh Lord, please send me all of the inspiration and motivation and kicking the asses that you have in you because Lord knows that I need them. So thank you again for listening in. I am just so thankful for all of these struggles and all of this. Just, I am so ready to get to the end of the 75 days, y'all. And if you're thinking about starting 75 hard, please do. Don't wait for Monday. Don't wait for the new year. Start today. Just start. You can't perfect something that you never start. So start recognizing those bad habits. Start recognizing where you're allowing yourself to move backward consistently and start moving forward consistently. Hey guys, welcome to the I Can Do Hard Things podcast. I am your host, Haley Kemp, and this is going to be all about my journey through the 75 Hard Challenge by Andy Frasella and my personal challenge of 75 podcasts in 75 days. I have no idea what I'm doing with podcasting, but I have wanted to start for over a year now, and I have let that excuse hold me back for way too long. So this is going to be messy, no music, unedited, and I'm just going to figure it out as I go along. So it's going to be fun to compare my 75th podcast to my first podcast. It's going to be fun to compare who I am now to who I am in 75 days, mentally, physically, spiritually. I am fully committing to the next 75 days of just personal growth and business growth, podcast growth. I am tired of letting my excuses hold me back from practically everything. And so I am so excited to be on this journey. I am so thankful for you for being on this journey with me. If you have anything that you want me to talk about, if you have any questions, if you just want to connect, please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I will link them down below. I am just so excited to get this started. So thank you for joining me today and let's get on with today's show. Thank you again for listening to the I Can Do Hard Things podcast and the 75 days of podcasting. I would love to be able to connect with you on social media, on Instagram or Facebook. I will link both of them in the show notes. If you have any tips or advice for me, this is not going to be an easy road It is going to be a little messy as I learn how to podcast, but I am so thankful that you are here. I am thankful for your grace, and I am thankful for the good Lord above for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and the drive to do 75 podcasts in a row. So I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I will see you tomorrow.